Hello, divers. Coming to you from Studio D, this is the Deep Dive Microcast, a brief look into things I find interesting, and I hope you do too. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, gravy boat captain, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive Podcast where myself and my co-host Manda look at some of the more interesting offerings available on streaming media services. This edition of the Deep Dive Microcast looks at movies that you probably didn't know had sequels. Sequels have been around since pretty much the beginning of recorded history. The very first sequel seems to have been a cave painting discovered on the island of Borneo that was created 40,000 years ago. It depicted two bulls standing side by side. It was painted roughly a year after a very similar painting of a single bull found in the next cave over. Archaeologists knew the second painting was a sequel. How? Because it looked very rushed and just wasn't as good as the original. Okay, so none of that is true, but you get the point. Sequels get a bad rap because they are almost always an obvious cash grab by movie studios who want to make a fast buck by trading on the goodwill of the original film. Okay, not always, but mostly. And yes, we have talked about sequels before, but this is different. Bad sequels of good movies can be fun to ridicule. Good sequels of good movies are rarer, but when it happens, it's pretty great. But in what we hope will be a recurring Deep Dive Microcast segment, we'll look at sequels that are so obscure, you may have never heard of them at all. Now, as I record this microcast, it's nearing the end of January 2022. Most folks, thankfully, have taken down their Christmas lights and are gearing up for the year's most useless holiday, Valentine's Day. One thing you are liable to see invading your home during the holidays is perennial festive favorite, A Christmas Story, the heartwarming tale of an innocent young lad's quest for a dangerous weapon. It is considered by most to be a true classic Christmas movie filled with gentle humor and oodles of nostalgia, thanks to the writer, humorist Gene Shepard, and the director, Bob Clark. Weirdly, Clark also helmed another holiday classic, the slasher film Black Christmas. Yep, same dude. Now, over a decade later, Shepard and Clark would pay a return visit to Ralphie and his family, In the theatrical film, It Runs in the Family. Don't recognize that title? Don't feel bad. It was barely released in theaters and grossed just slightly over $70,000. That's right, $70,000. That might, might cover the cost of one of Tom Holland's Spider-Man suits. It has since been released on home video with a different title, My Summer Story, you know, as opposed to A Christmas Story, and can be found, as of this recording, on YouTube for free. 
This is my neighborhood. The local store. Come on, kid, I ain't got all day. The local bully. Wanna play kill? And this is my house. I've got the world's greatest parents. Welcome to hell! The world's goofiest brother. Randy! The world's smartest dog. And the world's most disgusting neighbors. This is war. It's a really cool place. Go, soldier, go! Unbelievable. And you'll meet them all. When I tell you all about... Must be a good kid. Guys, okay. My Summer Story. How bad is it? Well, it's not that bad. The cast is good, with Charles Grodin as the old man, Mary Steenburgen as the mother, and little Kieran Culkin as Ralphie. Now, as you can tell from the alternate title, it takes place during one summer in the lives of the Parker family. Basically, each family member gets their own story throughout the course of the movie. Now, Ralphie is on a quest to find the ultimate top. Um, that's the little spinny toy kids used to play with, not a, um, oh, never mind. Ralphie's dad continues his feud with their hillbilly neighbors, the Bumpuses. Previously unseen, except for their hound dogs, we get to meet the Bumpus family for the first time. And the conflict between the old man and the Bumpuses escalates to the point of serious property damage. Now, Mrs. Parker, in a sort of a role reversal from the original movie, is the one on a holy quest. This time, it's a set of limited edition dishware obtainable only as a promotion at the local movie theater. Amazingly, this obsession ends with Mrs. Parker in handcuffs. No, really. What really gets in the way of this being a good sequel is having different actors play those classic Christmas story characters. Now, it's a bit jarring, but if you can get past that, you actually might enjoy it. Now, I realize that this review may seem somewhat anticlimactic, but no worries. You wanted something bad? Oh, I've got you covered. That boy is our last hope. No, there is another. That's right, Yoda. There was another. A Christmas Story 2 stumbled its way onto Walmart clearance shelves in 2012. This time, it's 1946, six years past the original story but light years behind in quality. Ralphie is now 15, and he's got other things besides BB guns on his Christmas list. Namely, a particular girl and a particular car. A used 1939 Mercury 8 convertible. Oh, that's cute, right? No. Ho, ho, 
It's the most beloved Christmas story of all time. And this holiday season, Ralphie is back. Ralphie, Ralphie. Ralphie? Now he's a bigger kid with an even bigger wish. Holy jeez. A Christmas Story 2, the official sequel. The timeless tradition continues with all your favorite characters. Randy. Zerg's minions are everywhere. I just can't trust that son of a bitch. Ralphie's best pals, Flick and Schwartz. Oh, here we go. I'll fight. Mom. It's said now. I heard you sniffle. And the old man. It's a in an all-new heartwarming movie. I want to see what it's like behind the wheel just once. <laughs> to brighten your holiday. This holiday season... Can I get a slinky? A slinky? You waited two hours in line to ask for a bed spring. The fun is just beginning. Babies will hire anybody on Christmas. We'll work our butts off 12 hours a day. Oh! Oh, I'm so sorry. Here, here. And family is a gift. You should be honored your father lets you go with him. Ralphie didn't get to go fishing till he was well past puberty. Ralphie has all the luck. That keeps on giving. This is for you from Aunt Clara. That is too adorable for words. I can think of a few. A Christmas Story 2, the official sequel. Isn't it beautiful? It's risen from the grave. This is the greatest Christmas in history. Own it on Blu-ray combo pack or download to own. DVD 2-pack also available. It's just not good. Bad acting, worse slapstick, fake nostalgia, and it's about as heartwarming as any given episode of Squid Game. There should be a warning before the movie begins. Viewing this motion picture may cause a temporary loss of cognitive function, disassociative disorder, and tooth pain. If you are a glutton for punishment, A Christmas Story 2 can be rented on all the major streaming platforms like iTunes, Prime Video, and YouTube. But please, I beg of you, don't do it. Just don't. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. Now, from all of us here at Studio D, stay safe, stay warm, especially if you're in New England where I am, and take care. All clips used in the Deep Dive Microcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Studios. <laughs>